You are now entering the Bloodless. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello. Hello. You're on the bright side with Kevin and Jason. I am your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm your other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. Yay! Yay! We're back. We're back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the studio after a long 30 minutes of not being in the studio. It's absolutely true. We drove from one studio to another studio. And why is that? Well, it was super fun today. We we just got done with a recording session of my first ever, our first ever. Yeah. Right? We both individually did, for the first time, the recording of an audiobook. Yay! And it was incredible. Incredibly fun, and I was not expecting it to be that fun or interesting, but it was really great. And it was exhausting. It was exhausting. We did it for 12 hours over the last two days, just and chattering away. Well, and what's funny is you'd think it'd be really easy because <laughs> you're just sitting there as far as like physical exhaustion. Mm. But when I tell you that I got home yesterday and I was suddenly like lying on my couch and Matt came home and he's like, mm. hey, how'd it go? And I was like, don't. Don't have energy. Yeah. I need... No. Yeah, I was. I, I seriously had to. I went to the gym last night, but oh I had how? to. I don't know. I rallied, uh, but I was. Yeah, I got home and just slumped. Yeah. You know, it was a slump and rally. It was a situation. Yeah. yeah. Talk about the uh, the book for a second, because that oh, yeah, yeah. audiobook is the novelization that your mother, Suzanne Brockman, wrote. It's the novelization of the next movie we are going to be doing together, yes. Out of Body. Out of Body, which today. On the final day of the audiobook recording, mm-hmm. we learned that we have reached our Kickstarter goal. Fantastic. So, so that movie's fully funded. No? I know. And and so keep your... Uh, so it'll definitely keep... happen. Sorry, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to see my butt again. <laughs> so keep your ears peeled. For... People are like, how do we rescind the check? <laughs> <laughs> you can't. It's been funded. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be... Um... Your ass was funded. Oh, okay. yes, yes, my ass was funded. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody, yeah, who donated, you. and uh, we're excited. I'm excited to make the movie. So the next movie is funded. Now, what's happening with the last movie, Jason? All right, so we got into two film festivals. That's right. Analysis Paralysis. Analysis Paralysis will be premiering at... I can't tell you that one. One of them. <laughs> <laughs> but I can tell you that the Chicago premiere... We will be premiering in the Midwest and the more eastern part of the country in Chicago at the Reeling Chicago LGBTQ Film Festival. Yep. And it's gonna our screening is going to be at 9.30 p.m. on Thursday, September 27th. Which I believe is the last screening in the festival, right? I think so. Uh-huh. And we're going to have a Q&A afterwards. Yeah, so. And so if you're in Chicago, you're in the Chicago area. Definitely and you come, come and see us. Yeah, come see it. Say hi to us. Yeah. I'm super excited about that because we will uh, both be there. I know. And so we get to take a trip to Chicago and, and, and it'll be awesome. I know. It's like movie stars or something. We're like movie stars or something. <laughs> We're getting trips and going to film festivals and whatnot. I just got teased. And recording audio books and doing podcasts and funding next movies. And what's going on with us? Well, I just got TSA pre-checked. I'm about to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got I, an email saying that I've been approved for the program. Oh, my God. You can go anywhere now. I know. Look out, you'll never world. have to take your shoes off again. Yeah, you're my oyster. That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to slurp you up. Ooh. Okay. So that's <laughs> On that note. <laughs> 
All right. Well, that's really exciting news. Yeah. I'm yeah. super excited for what's going on for us. And, and I'm, I'm very, very grateful for this collaboration you and I have. Yeah, thank by you. The, way. I, I, the feeling is mutual. Good. And I'm really, really, really proud of the entire cast and crew of Analysis Paralysis. You guys worked so hard. It's mm-hmm. like it, it, when we're talking indie film, we're talking indie film here. Mm-hmm. And it, is, it looks like a million bucks. And that's because of all the hard work yeah. that everyone did. You're still not invited to Chicago, but, you know, thanks. <laughs> all right, so... <laughs> Maybe cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, so shall we jump into uh, our day today? Yeah, oh, we got fantastic. an exciting day today. I'm, ex- I'm excited to get to it. Uh, but before we jump into the main meat of the show, of course, uh, you know how much I love to jump into meat. Yes, meat. Uh, we will be doing our, uh, you know, perennial first segment the bright spot. Yay! All right, this is my one tiny contribution to the show. All right. All right, every week. This is a good one. It's 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 historical. It's it's damn historical, I'm telling you. I can't wait. Yesterday, uh, as of the date of this recording, yesterday there were primaries all over. You of know, course. it's primary season, of course. That's going on right now. And last night Democrats made history by nominating the first transgender woman to be the uh, governor of Vermont. I saw that. You saw that, right? I, saw, it I assume you so saw it. I was so happy when I yeah, saw that. Yeah, it's fucking incredible. Yeah. Like, and this is the first major party who has nominated a transgender person to a statewide office like that yeah. um, in history. So it's really incredible. Her name is uh, Christine Halquist, and, uh, you know, she she won the primary with 45% of the vote, Holy which was cow. her next competitor was 22% of the Democratic vote. How many, how many people were in the primary? And there were like six or seven people so in the primary. So she didn't just win. She, oh, like, no, no. obliterated. Yeah, no, she trounced. And she will be the Democratic nominee. That's a great bit of news, though. Yeah, no, it's incredible. because And also, last yesterday, in, uh, in the uh, primaries that happened all over the country last night, uh, somebody L... Was nominated, <laughs> has been nominated. Somebody uh, B has been nominated. Somebody G has been nominated, and somebody T has been nominated. I so love there's, that. It's been an LB, LGBT like across the board sweep of different nominees. <sighs> I should probably mention, although it's probably also pretty obvious, these are all Democrats, by the way. Yeah. So look out, world. Our mm-hmm. rainbow's coming to spill all over you. That's right. The end of the rainbow is Washington, D.C. Yes. <laughs> all right. Oh, no. Uh, no, that's great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, congratulations to Miss Hallquist, and uh, best of luck. If I was in Vermont, I'd be voting for you for sure. I would easily be voting for you. I might just fraudulently vote for you anyway. Don't say that. What? <laughs> <laughs> and we need your vote here in California. Oh, no, I'll do both. No. <laughs> you know, I'm a Democrat. Vote early, vote often. All right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us for the bright spot. That was it. And uh, I think we should jump in, right? Yes. What are we talking in. about jump today, in, Jason T? All right. I need to give a huge shout out to Dee Dee, okay. a close family friend of mine who's basically family who uh, yeah. brought me today's topic. Has and she she's also, also a listener of ours? Right. And has she brought us other topics before? Have we gotten a topic from her before? This is the first topic from Dee Dee. Thank you, Dee Dee. And also, Dee Dee was the reason that we completed our Kickstarter goal. She put us Whoa. over the edge. She, it's a big day for Didi. Didi. So thank you. Yeah, pulling Didi, it out. another bright spot. Didi is a definite bright spot for us. Yes. yes. All right, so today's topic, peace. Okay. Love. Yes. Music. Oh, great. Peace. Again? Weed. Oh. Peace. <laughs> Hair. Oh, you had so much weed you forgot what you said. <laughs> <laughs> you said peace so many times. Um, We're the, talking about hair? 
These no, not the musical. Oh, but, uh, but these are a few things that hippies were promoting for the magical festival of Woodstock <gasps> back in 1969. Yay! And also a really good musical. Peace. The musical. Peace. Uh, yes. Peace, 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 peace. It just sounds like I'm saying peas like the vegetable. <laughs> it does, and it's also like the least peaceful thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Ironic. So anyway, the festival Woodstock is known as one of the most successful and peaceful gatherings of an amazingly large group of people in history. Nice. Yeah, I've certainly heard of Woodstock. Is that yeah. what we're talking about today? Uh, it's going to lead into it. Terrific. So over 400,000 people would attend the festival Yay. at one time or another. For Woodstock. Okay, so it went for how long? I actually didn't know. I, did, I forgot okay. to look that up. Right. But I know that only two people died. <laughs> um, which for 400,000 <laughs> is a really good... Oh, sorry. <laughs> We're jumping right in, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> what was Woodstock? <laughs> <laughs> two people died there. But this one, this one, people died by like one died from insulin, which uh-huh. I'm really not sure how you can die from insulin. I'm sure there's. Well, you were probably diabetic and either had too much or didn't. No, have I know. Any I'm, insulin. I'm, I'm sure that's what it was, but it didn't specify. Okay. I just wasn't sure if someone was like trying to drug up on insulin. They and were probably just... not attacked by an insulin gang. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and one person was run over by a tractor Holy as they were sleeping fuck. in a field. <gasps> so, really? Yeah. That's horrible. Well, you know, I like it. Jump right to the tragedy that we can move past it. <laughs> Jesus. Um, they really slept till dawn. Oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. That's terrible. I'm sorry. But, Let's plow through. Oh, do you got any more corny jokes? Ow! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I right. like farmers. They're like cowboys, but they're stable. <laughs> I didn't even mean that one. <laughs> Good, because you really didn't achieve it. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> All right. Okay. So the two people that died, their deaths were canceled out due to the fact that two babies were born during the festival. Oh, so really? Oh, great. It, it so it's net, a net, evened out. Yeah, net zero. Sure. Anyway, this festival happened, and then people around the nation, specifically the peace love folks, were like, "We should do this again." Okay. Forty-eight festivals were scheduled to take place in the next year in response to Wonderful Woodstock. In 1970? Forty-eight? Mm-hmm. Forty-eight musical festivals. Jeez. One such festival would take place only four months later, however, and it would fuck it up for the rest of them. Oh! So this was the Altamont Free Concert. Oh, sure. I've heard about Altamont, yeah. And it would take place at the Altamont Speedway, right. a racetrack in NorCal. Okay. And over 300,000 people would attend. Yeah. In fact, people were calling it Woodstock West. I think my uh, my mom was there. What? I think so. We're going to do a whole My episode. mom also, by the way, was a Hell's Angel. Was she seriously? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, your mom's really awesome. Yeah, no, and she it is. wouldn't shock me if she was also a Hell's Angel. <laughs> like, because she's so, like, badass and awesome. She is. Okay, well, that was terrifying and fun all at once. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, it would never be Woodstock, even though it was called Woodstock West. Okay. Because this festival was filled with violence and death. <laughs> Sorry. That's not funny. <laughs> One person would be stabbed to death. Okay. Another died in a hit and run. Uh-huh. And many, many people were injured. Tons of stuff was stolen, including cars. Were they hunting orchids? Was that the problem? <laughs> Is that why they died so many ways? Penises were flying off of everywhere. people. It was just everywhere. And someone died in a quote from Wiki, LSD-induced drowning in an irrigation canal. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> That's a story. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, 
So, okay, because of this particular festival, the Altamont Free Concert, mm-hmm. 30 of the 48 music festivals would be canceled oh, in 1970. Shit, okay. <laughs> so, people all over the nation in locations chosen for festivals were becoming spooked about, like, what the festivals would mean for their homes. Sure. They're, like, freaking out. They're like... Yeah, they're, like, not in my backyard. Yeah. yeah. But one festival would happen, even though it was canceled. That's not a thing. So it would happen despite the fact that none of the musicians were there. That's... Are we... That's right. Are we we're talking about the Fire Festival? No. <laughs> <laughs> Although this was the pre-Fire Festival. Wow, Fire Festival. really? Yeah. This is wonderful for all you zennials who think that the uh, Fire Festival was like the first time anyone had tried that. Yeah. Great. So we're going to talk about the Powder Ridge Rock Festival. Okay. Good morning, Starshine. Oh, the Earth says hello. Yeah. Yeah. So the festival, where despite the fact that none of the musicians showed up and the show was canceled, over 30,000 people showed up for the show. (laughs) (laughs) Why would... So it was canceled in the wake of Altamont, right? Yep. And all... None of the performers were there. Yeah. But people didn't, what, get the memo or they just wanted a week on the beach? You're going to find out. Great. Um, now, mind you, it's in Connecticut, in Middlefield, Connecticut, basically. Oh, okay. Um, in this, basically, Powder Ridge Ski Resort. Okay. Um, it was scheduled to take place July 31st through August 2nd, 1970. Great. Um, the number of people that lived in Middlefield in 1970 was just over 4,000. All right. Its current population now is around 4,500, so you can just get an idea of how little it's grown and how it's kind of stayed this kind of small town. Sure. Probably really lovely, but, you know. Okay. Right. So, anyway. I mean, 500 people is how much it's grown. 500 people? Yeah. In 40 years? Yeah. Insane. Okay. Yeah. They, they maybe once every 10 years have sex? I don't know. Yeah. I assume if they have that small of a, or people just keep leaving, they're like, I'm 18, bye. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I want to go have sex and I can't do that I here. I can't do it here. Yeah. I'm related to everyone here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hi, Ma. Hi, Pa. <laughs> Hi, Uncle. Hi, Aunt. Hi, Grandpa. Hi, Grandma. All right. That was good grocery shopping. I'm oh. going to go home now. <laughs> Fucking little house on the prairie. <laughs> All right. All right. So the owners of the ski park, brothers Lewis and Herman Zemmel, mm-hmm. were all about the idea of renting out their land during the off season for a festival because then they would make money in the downtime. Sure. Right? Makes total sense. Well, yeah, that's capitalism. Yeah. They're like, I want money. So, I, yeah. like, if someone's like, I'm going to give you money for this, then their response would be, yeah. Great. Yeah. Good. Terrific. I'm glad They're, we had this talk. Yeah, me too. Just sign here. Just, Give me the bills. The ski Make it ski resorts are beautiful in the summer. Oh, yeah. It's like, basically mountainsides that are gorgeous and great for hiking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, deadly rock concerts. Oh, yeah. All right. So, when Middleton Arts International, Inc., which is funny because it's in Middlefield. Oh, yeah. So, there's like a little bit of a... There's some Did they not know here. where they were? Mm, we'll okay. find out. Anyway, so Middleton Arts International, Inc., the festival's promoters came to the brothers with the idea of another Woodstock, and the Zemmel brothers were like, let's do this. Yeah. Let's They're like, only two people die. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we don't even allow insulin in Connecticut, and so there's no, no problem. No tractors. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a hill. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you going to do about it? Yeah, they feel like it's going to be really safe. Yeah. Okay. So the festival was supposed to be a follow-up festival to that of Woodstock, because um, it's on the East Coast. And after. Yeah. So it would have to be a follow-up. It, has it can't be a preview. Yeah. You know. This is the, like, weird prequel to Woodstock. <laughs> they were all fucking stoned out of their mind. They we're going to get Jimi Hendrix, but even younger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, they had a ton of amazing talent scheduled to play, including, but not limited to, Fleetwood Mac, Little Richard, and Janis Joplin. Hello. So, like, big names. Sure. Right? Um, Except for Little Richard. Well... <laughs> Sorry. I love Little Richard. Yeah. In fact, promoters are quoted telling the current local newspaper in June, quote, it's going to happen much easier than Woodstock. Okay. Um, I mean, they're wrong, clearly, because it never happened at all, but all right. (laughs) Oh, it happened. Oh, okay. So they were going to be much more careful, though, about health, drugs, and traffic. And tractors. And (laughs) tractors. Well, I'm on my farm doing my tractor. What was that? Oh well, on my farm doing my tractor. That's, like, <laughs> so the song that that farmers sing when they're on their tractors. You're, yeah, I, I'm surprised they're allowing you to, you know, sing it out loud because it's plowing a copyrighted my fields, song. Plowing my fields. I just hope you've cleared this already because <laughs> you, I do. You don't want to run into the farmer music publishing. Oh yeah, people. You don't. They, wanna... They'll hunt you down with a tractor. That's right. They'll shoot you. Oh yeah, with a tractor. Yes, they literally shoot a tractor. Shoot. Yes, <laughs> it's fucked up. All right. So, the promoters of the festival were giving tickets to people via mail after you bought your ticket at $20 a pop. Okay. Which would be about $125 a person by today's standards, yeah. right? Over sixty to 100,000 tickets were sold before the festival. Okay. A lot of people who wanted to come to this one had missed out on Woodstock and wanted that Woodstock experience. Well, sure. Because Woodstock, I mean, arguably is, like I said, the most peaceful, large gathering like that in history. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of people were like, oh, it's never happened before, so they had no idea it would be such an iconic thing and that right. like, defined a generation and all that crap. And they're like, oh, fuck, I missed that. Yeah. So I'll do yeah. this. I'm going to do this one. I'm going to go to Powder Ridge. It sounds great. So once the local citizens of the area heard about the upcoming festival... They were so excited and got ready to welcome all these people into their homes. Really? No. They freaking <laughs> fucked. They fucking freaked out. And they lost their fucking mind. Here, please. Yeah. They did what white people do most in this nation and said, not in my backyard, stranger. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, which was a little bit of an overreaction of them. I don't know. Have you seen hippies? Uh, yeah. Great. So, Okay. I'm kind of on their side right now. I've seen a lot of hippie photos for this. But I am a white guy. There were a lot of very attractive hippies. Well, there. Yeah, if that's your thing, sure. I mean, I've got a lot of things, but mm-hmm. who knew? Now hippies, well, hippie love. Sure. Yeah. Dirty? You like it dirty? That's fine. <laughs> you you like it unwashed? You, you like can... it patchouli? That's fine. What's a patchouli? You'll learn. What's a patchouli? Go out in a field and you'll learn. What's a patchouli? I love you. I don't know what a patchouli is. If you know what a patchouli is, please add us with what is a patchouli. (laughs) If it's really terrible, don't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just having too much fun. I think I just broke it. With you not knowing what a patchouli is. Okay. So anyway. (laughs) You see, Woodstock, despite being completely peaceful, was filled with drugs. Mostly pot. But then the Altamont... No insulin, that's the problem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but then the Altamont Festival was more than enough for them to not want this in their backyard. Sure. They were like, it was bad enough with Woodstock with all the pot, mm-hmm. but now... But you if got... you add in the stabbings and the, and yeah. the you know, penises flying everywhere, yeah, sure. The town itself rejected Middleton Arts International's permit okay. request one month before the festival. Oh, no. Then the citizens themselves went to court to stop this festival from ever having a chance to take place. 
they would receive an injunction against the festival only a few days before the festival was scheduled to start. Okay. This was part of their problem, is that they did it so late that there were a ton of people that were already on their way, and since it was not the digital age... How did they get an injunction a month before the the thing, but it was still going on? No, the the permit got cancelled. Oh. And then the town... And then they were still, like, we're still sort of doing it, and the townspeople were like, not in my backyard! Mm Mm-hmm. Because I don't... Dirty hippies. Because dirty hippies and patchouli. What is a patchouli? I'm not telling. I feel like it's like a blumpkin or something. Oh, that might be. Is it like a blumpkin? I don't know what a blumpkin is. It's when you get head while you're taking a dump on a toilet. Oh, no. (laughs) Which seems like the worst thing that would ever happen to anyone ever. Patchouli is just like a scent. Oh. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's like an essential oil. Oh. Yeah. It's really that simple? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like a big sex act. No. Like, I was like, all like. I mean, of course your mind went there. Well, I could. No. I was like, Matt's gonna come home and I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna patchouli you. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck does that mean? I was like, I don't know, but we're gonna do it. All right. I'm gonna Google it. I just like throw oil on him. <laughs> You've been patchoulied. <laughs> don't do that. He'll never forgive you. <laughs> okay, so basically the argument was that the area couldn't support that many people and there weren't enough resources to help it keep was, everyone safe and alive. It was 60 to 100,000. Is what was coming yeah. in? Okay. Yeah, with a town that's 4,000. All right, and their argument is we can't keep that, pe- that many people safe. Yeah. Which they're not wrong. Right. Okay. The brothers argued the next day in court to have the decision reversed, but State Superior Court Judge Aaron Palmer said, fuck that and fuck you. Not verbatim, but basically, like, he was, like, really pissed. Okay. Um, and the gavel came down. Fuck that, like, fuck you, boom. And no concert for any of you. Wow. He then gave Middlesex County... Attorney Vincent Scamperino mm-hmm. power to keep the injunction happening no matter what. He was like, you are, like, king oh, sure. of the area or whatever. Um, well, how does this... I mean, look, they canceled the permit. They got injunction after injunction after injunction. Why does everyone think that it's still going on? They were trying to fight it till the very end. They didn't want to cancel it until they, like, really quit, had to cancel it. Yeah. Which was a month ago when your permit got canceled, but all right. Yeah. So, okay, so in addition to the injunction, the promoters and the brothers were told that they had to turn off the utilities and facilities of the ski resort to ensure that the festival would not happen. All right. Which is like, great, if a ton of people show up, what's the best thing to do? Turn off the water and the electricity. Oh. Like, yeah, that's a really smart idea. Yeah. So. Just in preparation for the thousands of people who are going to be coming. Right. Okay. So anyway, I'm I'm sure you're guessing that the people never came, right? And everything was just as demanded. I'm guessing that 30,000 people showed up. Yeah, basically, yeah. Because you told me that already. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. To an area that had no lights. Yeah. It had no running water. Yep. Um, They had set patches of it on fire just to prepare them. Yeah, they just, they they made it look like a fucking uh, Mad Max hellscape. Exactly. They had dumped Agent Orange on the hillside. (laughs) Oh, no. For you. I want my plants to live. Yeah, but they needed, they did that anyway to keep the ski slopes together. The judge was like, fuck this, fuck that, fuck you, Agent Agent Orange. Orange. Absolutely. Boom. (laughs) So the Zemmel brothers tried to contact Middleton Arts International with the news of the injunction, Mm -hmm. but surprise, surprise, they had skipped town. Middleton thing? The had? promoters. Okay. Of the fe- people who set up the festival. Oh. So. Oh. And because they had Well, skipped, of course they had. The thing wasn't going on. But they still had all the money from the tickets. Oh, they're thieves. So because they had skipped town like a dog avoiding a bath, oh. no one knew how to get in touch with all the people who had received tickets and were on their way. Oh. So with 60,000 oh, like to 100,000 tickets sold, over 30,000 to 50,000 people were unaware of the cancellation and were heading into town. Okay. 
Now it's a party. Yes. So the local police started putting up signs that said, quote, P Ridge Fest prohibited, turn back, and in all caps, festival canceled. Yeah. Which is pretty clear, right? Yeah. In fact, well, except for the P Ridge, but yes. Yeah. So, in fact, a very bold statement from State Senator John Pickett of Middletown, mm-hmm. quote, there will be no festival, I can assure you of that. Okay. They really meant business. Well, sure. But tons of young festival goers drove right by those signs, paying them no mind. Well, they, to be fair, couldn't read. Yeah, well, they were stoned. <laughs> right. They were just like, what are those blah? And they were these kids today. Yeah. So, no, never learned. So, State Senator John Pickett of Middleton followed up with, quote, But there could be danger. I appeal and implore young people to stay away. <laughs> so, like, he's like, there's not going to be a festival, but everybody's coming. So, sure. be aware. Right. One festival. Well, st- he's right. I mean, there's not a festival, but there's still 30,000 people who are gathering in a stupid place. I just love when politicians are asked questions and they're like, we're going to take care of it. However, it's happening. Absolutely. You know what's <laughs> going to be really fun about this situation is that the festival that they were planning would have been super much safer than whatever we're going to be talking about in exactly. a Exactly. Which I love that the solution creates more of a problem than the problem that it's intended to solve. Well done. Totally. So, okay, so one festival goer would later be interviewed by reporters and is quoted as saying, quote, A few rich people have said that we cannot have our festival. Are we going to accept this and leave? I've got to get my twenty dollars worth not. somehow. We're hippies. Yeah, my, I'm gonna get my twenty dollars worth <laughs> yeah. somehow. They're like, I need to like fuck that. I paid twenty dollars. I'm having a weekend. What is that? <laughs> okay, that's a pretty entitled situation. Or, or like, you should be feeling pretty lucky. You can't get a weekend anywhere for twenty dollars anymore. Well, well back then it was 125. Yeah, no, it's still, still really good for this. Still a great deal. That's like three avocado toasts. I wouldn't even <laughs> expect them to turn on the water for twenty bucks. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the police started giving local people passes so that they could drive up and down the roads. So, like, you, in order to drive there, you had to have, like, a pass. Oh, you had to prove you were local? Yeah. So oh, ta- that's good. Tell them not to come and then make them not leave. Yeah. Great idea. I also love, like, just talk about Nazi tactics of, like, show me your papers. Yes. <laughs> I'm from Connecticut. Yeah. Show me your papers. I am from here. <laughs> oh. There's my pa, there's my ma, there's my aunt. <laughs> hi, pa, hi, ma, hi, grandma, hi, grandpa, hi, aunt, hi uncle, hi, second pa, hi, second ma. I don't know why I asked for that to happen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I actually had a similar experience, actually, back when I lived in Times Square about the, like, show me your papers. What? So, every New Year's, the my building that I lived in um, oh. would get packets to give to the tenants where you'd have to wear armbands to prove that you lived there. Um, so you could leave and come home. Otherwise, they wouldn't let you back in until like 4 a.m. Oh, my. They were like, you will not pass. And not I was, until the ball drop. And I was like, I have an ID. And they're like, nine, nine. <laughs> you may stay outside until next year. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate those jokes, but that was so good. (laughs) See you next year, guys. It's tomorrow, Frank. I'll see you fucking tomorrow. (laughs) I always left town for New Year's because I just couldn't handle it. Yes, I was like, I don't want to wear an armband. Um, Anyway. I don't know. I think they're fun. Yeah. (laughs) A little headband. I like this pink one with the upside-down triangle they're making me wear now. Oh, no. (laughs) So... They were going to send the party people away if they caught them on the street, basically. Uh-huh. They're like, you can't come here. Uh-huh. But before the news spread about the festival's cancellation or the passes and blockades went up because of the injunction, 30,000 people were already camping out at the site ready for a musical party unlike any other. Awesome. Suck on that, man. Yeah, pigs. Yeah. 
So let the sun shine. Okay. Let the sun shine. Okay, so Middlesex County Attorney Vincent Scamparino mm-hmm. could have called the National Guard on the group to have it dispersed, mm-hmm. but they didn't because officials weren't completely stupid in a situation, and they knew it was going to spark a full-on riot. Sure. I think that they were waiting in the wings, however, in case things got horribly out of hand, but they're like, let's maybe they'll just be here for the weekend, and then they'll leave. Just, like, surround them. We hope. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the brothers... Yeah, so surround them, make them not leave until we want them to leave, yeah. and then they can leave. Yeah. That's stupid. So, the brothers Vemmel would try, rather pathetically, to stop the festival with a bullhorn on the stage that had been set up at mm-hmm. the end of the first day of the festival. <laughs> All the hippies are like, this, this show sucks! <laughs> There's one guy up there, you must disperse! This show sucks! <laughs> But eventually they turned it into a protest song. Yeah. This show sucks. <laughs> you must disperse. Chime. <laughs> <laughs> no one listened, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, they well, couldn't hear him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> one guy with a bullhorn next to a 30,000 hippies is not right. going to do it. All in a giant drum circle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How are you going to hear them over the drums? It's like that at the disco night when they were flashing, please return to your seats <laughs> yes. at, at the full riot. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. And so the brothers Zemmel wouldn't even try again after that. They're just like, well, it is what it is. I'm hoarse now. I can't. I tried. I tried. You used an electronic thing to shout. Why were you shouting into the electronic thing? They took all the amps when we canceled the show. So what can I do? You had a bullhorn. Yes, I know, but nothing to connect it to. But my own little voice, and now I'm... (coughs) I can't. All right, well, that signs off for me. (laughs) So, all right. Uh, Steve Starger, a reporter for The Current, would write, quote, For better or worse... The ill-fated Powder Ridge Rock Festival became a people's festival about 12.15 a.m. Thursday. That's fine. It's like a Ren fair now. Yeah. Cool. I'm the queen of the festival. How nice for you. We're jousting here. My teats. Oh. I'm Mother Earth. It's good, because if that will give us any sustenance, then great, because there's no food or water here. So cool. (laughs) I came expecting turkey legs. Nothing. Once the officials realized that the festival was happening despite their injunction, they were afraid about the idea that they would have the facilities turn off, turned off and everything. Mm-hmm. So I guess electricity and water got turned back on except for the stage. But this part was really confusing because there was a bunch of sites that were like it was left off. There were a bunch of ice cream trucks that showed up and gave them power so they could do stuff and have But food. no ice cream. I think there was some ice cream. Okay. I don't know. But and probably not enough for 30,000 people. Right, but they had to commandeer a middle school nearby for the freak-out people, which we'll get to in a moment. Okay. Why would they commandeer a place if they had power? So anyway... I don't know. We're not sure. So that... All right. All right, so in fact, someone would declare from the stage that had been set up, but didn't have electricity due to that having been shut off, quote, power to the people, the pigs have run away in their Cadillacs, this is a people's festival now. Mm -hmm. Yep. Power to the people, which was ironic, because there was no power. There was no power. That's funny. Power to the people, man. What? Power to the people, man. What? We can't hear you. This is a people's festival. Turn something on. Power to the people, man. Uh, What? You smell good, but we can't hear you. Oh, hi, Ma. Hi, Dad. Hi, Pa. (gasps) He's a local. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I I assume that they were pretty pissed about the promoters fleeing and the bands not coming. Why? Just because they stole their money and they didn't have the entertainment that they were expecting? So there would be more speeches where people were told to, quote, 
Create your own show. Okay. (laughs) So the speeches worked, and the party people were here to stay. Oh, sure. Despite there not being food, a show, or a bathroom that worked. Talk about a shitty dinner theater. (laughs) You know? God. But they were ready, willing, and able. Okay. They were lubed up and primed. Oh, exciting. So anyway, a quick, spontaneous wedding was held up on the stage that wasn't being used for bands. Oh, but yeah. Um, Why not? Quote from Time... Had they met before the wedding, or no? Well... Okay. Quote from Timeline.com, quote, A spontaneous free auction sprang up at one of the campsites. Mm -hmm. The auctioneer would give the object in question, a moth or a guitar pick, to the most enthusiastic, not the highest bidder. At least, not in the monetary sense. They were auctioning off moths? <laughs> yes. What the actual fuck does that mean? Alright, I got a moth here, I got a moth here. I'm looking for one. I'm looking for one. I one. really want it! Sold to the really enthusiastic man! Yes! <laughs> That's the sound of an enthusiasm <laughs> moth auction. Alright, it was also a weekend filled with a lot of nakedness. Well, I would assume that. So some of the party people would transform their tents by burning rocks from a fire inside. Mm-hmm. They brought their own tent poles. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Ah. But then they would dump water on the rocks. Uh-huh. Oh, like a sweat lodge. Basically a, a sauna or a sweat lodge. Yeah. And then everyone would get naked and, and run inside. Sounds, sounds legit. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a good time. It does. There was also a good amount of sex from people who didn't know each other out during the day in front of everyone. Okay. You sound a little judgy. No. Okay. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so, William Manchester would write, quote, One of the more sensational scenes, attested to by several witnesses, mm-hmm. occurred in a small wood near some homes. Near some homes, okay. A boy and a girl, both naked and approaching from different directions, met under the trees. Mm. On impulse, they suddenly embraced... She dropped to her knees, he mounted her from behind, Whoa. and after he had achieved his climax, they parted. Whoa. Apparently without exchanging a word. And this is not in Fire Island. This is a boy and a girl. Yes. Fantastic. Well, and I'm hoping they were of legal age. Cause well, I'm assuming that they are. There were people who were 15 that showed up at this festival. Okay. So. Well, that seems even a little mature, though. It's just like the having sex without words. Yeah. At the, I, I think these people sound like they've done it before. They've done it before. Yeah. I've done it before. They're primed and ready. If you're going to have sex without words, you've got to have, you know, some experience. Like, there's plenty of times that there's sex with (laughs) Hold on, I'm going to do it right now. Oh. Wow. See, you don't have enough experience. (laughs) (laughs) So they're at least older than you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so in addition to that, a baby would be born, and all the other festival party people would be her godparents. (gasps) Oh, that's nice. A lot of presents I know. every year. That's yeah. cool. Drum circles would spring up like songs in a musical. Mm-hmm. In fact, they really seemed to be enjoying this. Despite the shitty who conditions, wouldn't? people were happy and they didn't want to leave. You know what? You know who wouldn't? Who? I wouldn't. Yeah. I would hate the fuck out of this. Well, you don't even want to go to Burning Man. I don't. I absolutely don't want to go to Burning Man, you know? But, and but what crowds... about all the sex under the trees with no uh, talking? I don't know. There's, you know, there's bathhouses for that. Okay. You know, and they have running water. Thanks. I have a friend who went to a bathhouse, and he was really You can just say Kevin. No, it wasn't Kevin. It was was someone else. It was someone else. And he walked in, and he saw someone naked, 
and he screamed and he left. What? He got spooked. I don't know why he got spooked. He was what? like, and I was like, what? What the hell? And he was like, I was like, I know you've had sex before. And he was like, I know. I just didn't think it was going to be so accessible so quickly. What? And I was like, he's going to a bathhouse, not a Nordstrom rack. I... At a bathhouse, what do you think people are going to be wearing in the bath? <laughs> Can you imagine if, if basically he went to that tree and the person like tried to mount him? He'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> No, no, no. He would not be the person who's having sex with no words. Yeah. That's for damn sure. He's like, no, not that. If his first word is, wow! (laughs) 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 Then the story the other person would tell would be like, yeah, I was approaching him, and I think that I thought it was about to happen, and then he goes, wowie, wow, wow, wowie, wow! <laughs> Can you imagine Which you get is... someone home and that's literally the first fucking thing they do when they see your penis? Wow, wowie, wow, wow. Oh boy. I would be like, this is done. That's a boner killer <laughs> right there. I was like, okay. Ooh, oh my what goodness. are we talking about anyway? So, Altamont? Where are yeah, we? No. <laughs> so anyway, they were enjoying themselves, yeah. obviously. As we are. And uh, they wanted to elect a, quote, freak mayor. Oh. And for the nation of, uh, basically, Powder Ridge Nation. They were going to form their own new state in the middle of Connecticut. And secede, sure. Someone even made a flag from clothing and scraps for this new nation that read, E Marijuana Unum. That's (laughs) funny. So yeah, as you guessed it, there were a lot of drugs at this festival. Mm -hmm. Especially since they had to have a freakout place. (laughs) Um... (laughs) What is a freakout place? We'll get there. Okay. So, William Manchester is quoted writing, quote, Powder Ridge was an accident waiting to happen. Yeah. And Powder it, Ridge was a powder keg. And it happened. Sure. <laughs> yes. There were 70 plus drug dealers at the festival. Okay. Which is a large amount of drug dealers. Not next to 30,000 people. Well, yeah. You take any 30,000 people and way more than 70 of them are going to be drug dealers. Thanks. Well, okay. There were. Th- I guess there were 30... Known, That's a fact. Known drug dealers. That's a fact. What's a fact? My statistic that I just made up. Wowie, wow, wow. <laughs> That's a statistic. <laughs> so there was a doctor who was quoted as being the, quote, rock doctor. William Abruzzi was on site to help with all the overdosing and bad trips from the people. Sure. Um, he had been a doctor at Woodstock and was able to help with the festival party people, basically. Okay. He basically said that this festival was mortifying as to how many people had bad trips. It was something like one out of every 30 people who went had a bad trip. Good God. The most of any festival he was a doctor for. Okay. I wonder uh, why. I don't... Well, we'll find out. Because the lack I, of did ice you cream. And I was like, I don't know. Yes. I did the research. No, I totally know. Oh, oh. You just don't <laughs> want to tell me because I'm an asshole? Fine. It's because you started talking. You should have just let it be in the moment. <laughs> now he's not talking. Yeah, how do you like it now? It's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I at least like to say hello. Hello. Okay. Hi, Ma. Hi, Ma. No. Hi, Pa. No. Hi, pa. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Ma. <laughs> Bye, Pa. <laughs> Walter Voigt was a clinical psychologist who was also volunteering with William Abruzzi. Um, and the Middletown Press in 1970 would talk to him about his experience, and then they would write, quote, Each night, Voigt said, they handled between 15 and 25 severe drug reactions. Mm-hmm. 
30 to 50 cases of moderately severe drug reactions and 50 to 75 mild reactions. Wow. Their work began on Tuesday night when kids first began arriving in large numbers and continued through Saturday night when the crowds began to dissipate. Wow. So on August 1st, William Abruzzi would say, quote, Woodstock was a pale pot scene. This is a heavy hallucinogen scene. Wow. He also declared it basically a drug crisis. Wow. Yeah. In Powder Ridge, right there. In Powder Ridge. Okay, a drug crisis. A different kind of powder, I'm thinking. Yes. So there was this thing called, quote, electric water. In a place with no electricity or water. (laughs) (laughs) So we had to think of something. Where people, uh, quote from sociedelic.com, quote, were invited to drop donations of drugs into these barrels, creating drug cocktails of unknown strength and composition. No. Yeah. This is why I don't go out. Yeah. (laughs) This could happen anywhere. Yeah. So it would have LSD, mushrooms, speed, and mescaline. Ritalin? Why not? Which is basically a hallucinogenic, which apparently comes from cacti. Okay. Who knew? Some people did. Did you? No. Oh, I didn't. I just like that it comes from a cactus. I mean, I know what mescaline is. I mean, I've heard of mescaline. But now I know now it's like from a cactus. Right, sure. It, it pokes you, and it pokes you. <laughs> so, just to name a few of the drugs, basically, those were the ones. Okay. And it was free for anyone to drink. Jesus. And can you imagine, like, drinking something that you have no idea what's in it? No. Like, I literally, to this, like, I am a big guy, and I know that the odds of someone roofing me are not, like super high right but but i never let my drink out of my sight ever and i never drink anything that's not brought to me by someone someone i either love and trust or the bartender as i watch them make it and as a rule i never just dip my head into a barrel of unknown liquid and slurp from it yeah (laughs) that is a hard and fast so drugs were apparently very easy to come by at this festival Uh, i'll say yeah in addition there's actual photos that i saw where people have signs that say quote Acid, $1. Joe Fuck. It was that cheap. Wow. In fact, because there were too many drug dealers, the drug prices went plummeting. Oh. So you could get an ounce of weed for only 8 bucks, which I, back then was like good? nothing, I guess. Oh, I don't know. They were they were all impressed about it. I don't know. If you're spending 20 bucks on the whole weekend, so $8 seems significant. Well, yeah, but like if you think about weed prices back then, it probably was more like 20 bucks for an ounce or something. Okay. That was like a weekend of drugging. Thank you for that. So, Okay. But because the drugs were so bad, they actually had to set up a, quote, OD tent. <laughs> but for most people on the, the bad trips, they would just scream and spasm in their own tents. Jesus. So every tent was an OD tent. Basically. That's fun. A volunteer is quoted saying, quote, I tell them people aren't out to get them. Sometimes I hold their hand. The bad cases go to medical, which I assume eventually would be the middle school with a freak out place. Would sure. Be. Okay. Maybe. Um, another account. I don't know. You keep not telling me where it is. <laughs> so another account of bad trips is recalled by Lewis Black, who went to the festival. The comedian? Yeah, the comedian. Really? Yeah. Oh. And apparently many political speeches would be had on the stage okay. because they could like scream about politics. Mm-hmm. And one such speech was given by a member of the Black Panther group. Mm-hmm. It was also happening right at the start of a thunderstorm, and people started to think that the person giving the speech had the ability to shoot out lightning bolts and all started having bad trips. Okay, but have we confirmed that he didn't have that power? No. Okay, well no. then just be fair. But it ju- I just love the fact that everyone all at once is like, oh my god, he's fucking Storm from the X-Men! <laughs> and everyone just like starts losing their shit, and like wow. one after the other, they're like, yeah, I see it too! Oh my god. He's got five eyes! <laughs> so, That's nuts. Drugs weren't the only problem William Bruzy had to deal with, however. Okay. Most of the medical staff bailed on the festival. Sure, he also had so many people come down with bad vibes. Yeah, <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that was terrible. What? Yeah, it was terrible. Apparently, you've never had a horrible case of bad vibes. <laughs> Dude, it's a real thing. I've got a, a bad case of the party blues, man. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, dude. I know. I came here expecting... I paid 20 bucks. That sucks. And all these rich people tell me, you got to go home. I know. So I left my car at the base of the mountain, and I hiked up here, and I said, oh fuck you, rich man. Yeah. And then there was no concert. I know. Oh, man. It's but real. At least I got this electric water. Awesome. Good. Oh my God, cool. you're turning green. You're a green rock monster. Oh, you see my spirit. <laughs> ah, ah, That's ah, the real me. Ah, ah, ah. All right, you can go to the freakout place. Ah. All right. <laughs> uh, in addition to the people bailing, they got swarmed with young people who got poison ivy rashes. Oh, God. Well, sure, because they're all naked and fucking in the woods. <laughs> That's what you get. Now, can you tell me why you stuck leaves up your vagina? I was feeling really good in the moment. <laughs> he comes out of the tent. I have a declaration about Powder Ridge. Stop sticking poison ivy up your orifices. Well, that guy, where was he at the beginning of the yeah. week? Now you tell us. Yeah. Uh, there was also the pond issue. What's the pond issue? Naked swimming. Okay. People in order <laughs> to... Oh, scum in the pond. Yeah. <laughs> So, people in order to bathe were swimming in a pond that was on the property despite the sign at the pond that was posted saying, Don't swim in this pond because it's diseased. <laughs> Why do you have a diseased pond? At your ski resort. What are you talking about? What is this disease pond? But people were going in because it was hot and they were trying to stay cool and clean. Yeah, and they're like, I'm far more diseased than what's ever in there. And over 2,000 people would get sick. You They would get the Oregon Trail illness of dysentery. <laughs> rashes, other than the ivy. Sure. And my personal favorite, hepatitis. Yay! <laughs> so they went in hippies. They came out the Toxic Avenger. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. So locals now became super worried for the young people. And even though traffic was destroying their lives. Oh, now they're worried. Yeah. Yeah, where was your compassion before they jumped into the disease yeah. pond? Well, they were starting to do nice things such such as leaving their hoses on for the young people to bathe with. Okay. And they also started to help the young people around by giving them rides because a lot of... Out of town. (laughs) (laughs) Drop them off in Vermont. Let me drive you to the store. (laughs) I didn't tell you which store, you little shit. (laughs) You're going to Texas. (laughs) I don't even live in Texas. That's where you're going to live now. I love that they'd have this conversation. They haven't even gotten out of Connecticut yet. (laughs) That person would jump out of the car. Okay. (laughs) That's dedication. You're like, I'm going to take this vagrant out of town to Texas. You're like, you know you're going to have to drive him for like six days. That's right. You don't know my life. I got time. I got time. A lot of the young people came there by hitchhiking and stuff. Okay. And so they were like feeling bad that everyone's walking around and they're driving them around. As I mentioned before, none of the none of the performers came right, right to the show. Right. Well, that wasn't completely true. You just constantly lie to me. <laughs> God. So one singer, Melanie Sopka, okay. a folk singer known as Melanie, I guess. I wonder where she got that name. Would show up. <laughs> she is quoted saying, "Quote: I said, I just got a feeling the court injunction will be lifted, and everybody's going to have a concert." Because how can they do that, you know? After they take the money and the people are already there anyway? I mean, why bother? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, just have the show. 
So You've paid the tickets. The people are there. There's a stage. Yeah, we already set up the stage, Just man. have it. Yeah. Why can't we just love you? I need to go for a swim. <laughs> so a part of the injunction was that if you were a singer or performance artist, musician person, uh, and took to the stage, you could be arrested. Oh. But Melanie was not scared. In fact, mm-hmm. she would sneak into the festival with the local news. Oh. It's um, not really sneaking, but sure. Yeah, but, well, they, I guess people at this point to get around the blockades were hiking in from other areas right. around the roads. Yeah. She would then take over a Mr. Softy ice cream truck to use <laughs> to sing. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. She would use the speakers, basically. Uh, they, they basically hijacked the speakers so that she could be heard. I see. And then they would move the truck around. and but she, she would... could only sing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. <laughs> Because it's the only thing they had the accompaniment Slightly for. Slightly off yeah. <laughs> um, so they would move the truck around, and she would go from hilltop to hilltop, like Maria and the Sound of Music, and sing her little heart out. Except the hills are aligned with the sound of dysentery. <laughs> you hear people like, Ugh. <laughs> Oh, God! <laughs> and you just hear over here. <laughs> I just think powder origination is off to a great start. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they need a constitution. So here's the best part. Okay. When talking about it later, she would recall in an interview for the Hartford Advocate, mm-hmm. quote, I just took a chance and I went. They hooked me up to a generator off a Mr. Softy truck, and I sang. Hmm. I got to sing. Mm. I felt like I was Santa Claus. I didn't get arrested, but it was a close call. Oh. I just love that she's like, I'm fucking Santa Claus. I am saving these people. I'm like, oh, all right, Melanie, you no. are one of the lowest ranked singers on this fucking festival. True. Like, you needed this more than they needed also, this. Also, they don't need music. They need dialysis now. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> she would totally be the person that goes to a fucking like ward and be yeah. like, "You're welcome." That's and they're right. like, I, "I'm hurting." And she's I like, cured them. I'm helping you with my song. <laughs> Do you hear what I hear? <laughs> All right. At the end of the third day, people decided that powder origination. God, we're on day three. Yes. <laughs> they basically decided that powder origination was not that good of an idea, <laughs> and they decided to go home. Why does it take three days for them to figure this shit out? <laughs> they paid twenty dollars. Oh, I think they got their weekend's worth. Yeah. So they all started inquiring about getting a refund. But Middleton Arts International Inc. told them, I don't even know how they got a hold of them, by the way, right. that there was going to be a replacement festival at Yankee Stadium. Okay. Apparently Yankee Stadium was like, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> I, so. I, I watched this festival happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. When you lost me at dysentery. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> they don't even have enough places for a freakout. They do have a disease pool, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the head of Middleton Arts International, Raymond Filiberti. Good. Now we have a name for these fuckers. All yeah. right. Like was it? brought up on perjury charges by the IRS. Whoa. And so no new concert ever happened, and no one got their money back from the promoters. Wow. 1,000 people stayed behind after the festival to help clean up, 
and they would play loud rock music as they cleaned. Well, which you can is hardly blame them. Because basically they're getting their fucking festival while mm, they clean. But so, only a thousand of them. I know, but it's okay. The brothers would be charged with contempt and had fines and other stuff, mm-hmm. but their court dates were delayed because I guess one of the brothers had a heart attack. Oh. Or their lawyer had a heart attack. Depending on which site you're on, it is varies. So, but someone had a heart attack. Okay. Somebody had a heart attack. That was intimately involved in the case. And they didn't die. No. But it just delayed things. Well, they might have died by now. Well, now they're dead. This was, okay. But they weren't dead then. It was unrelated to the festival. Right. Got it. They didn't drink the electric water. They had plenty of insulin. Yes. They were fine. They were fine. He's fine now. So um, He's dead now. Mm, but he was fine right after the heart attack. <laughs> but he's dead now. Well, now he's fine. I mean, wherever he is. He's in a better place. Yeah. Yeah. But people who bought tickets from the brothers all got refunded. So that was part of the court contempt stuff. They had to pay back the people who bought tickets from them. Oh. So the promoters sold tickets, but some people went to the festival and bought tickets there. Uh, I see. A ton of party people would be arrested as they left the ski park because mm-hmm. they were selling drugs. What? Like as they went? Like, as they were leaving, they, the, like, the like, police were like, Ah, you're that drug dealer. You're arrested. But Missy. how would they know? Like... I guess maybe they had... Were other... they s- s- throwing them out like they were Mardi Gras beads or something? Yeah. Well, like, I mean... Keep them in your pocket when you're leaving. Acid one dollar. Okay. But so... they, I would think that they would leave that sign behind. Was it fucking on their neck still? I don't know. Maybe they glued it to themselves. If you get arrested leaving a party because you're a drug dealer that has a sign on you that says acid one dollar, you need to be arrested <laughs> because you need some help. Yes. It's true. No, it's true. Yeah. Um, get that person in some rehab. At the end of the festival, William Abruzzi would say, quote, festivals are really dead. Society can't understand why kids want to do what they want to do, so they can't find a way for them to do it. Well, if this is what they want to do, I don't know that we need to be finding a way for them to do it. I know. It's true. I guess he would say it was the sunset of the age of Aquarius. Bye, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) But then again, William Abruzzi could never have foreseen the fire festival of 2017. And we bring it full circle. Right. Love it. So what is the bright side? To hey, this? cool! We get we out took... of the get out of the disease pool and <laughs> towel off. Come join us for the bright side with whatever limbs you have left. Yes. And... So, all right. The biggest thing is no one died at this festival. Well, my you know I died a little. Well, emotional death is one thing. Yeah. But like, there also there wasn't any rioting or destruction of property. That really depends on what you just what you define as rioting or destruction of property. Well, it was all on the Powder Ridge Ski Resort. So. I love it. <laughs> uh, would you say uh, that that people own their bodies? They own their bodies, right? So some, so that would be like your body would be sort of like your property, and uh, some people got destroyed. Okay, but they wanted to get destroyed. Yeah, I know it was they, consensual destruction. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Destroy this hole. Wow. <laughs> Well, that was that was an open invitation. Anybody? You better wreck this hole. <laughs> Is how like date night starts here at Jason's house. <laughs> so the worst that happened for the most part was the inconveniencing of the town for a weekend. Right. Really. So they were pretty, some pretty uptight Connecticans, though. Yeah. You know, so they needed to be, all I'm saying is that it didn't hurt so much that they were inconvenienced. One guy drove to Texas, sure. Yeah, he's like, you gotta live in Texas! But yeah, he decided to do that, so. Yeah. So, uh, again, despite the chaos of the drugs, again, no one died. Good. And some people got a show because of Melanie. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Mr. Softy. I think Mr. Softy is the real hero of yes. this story. So, 
So yeah, I mean, it, like when I think of like a festival that could have gone wrong, like and it did go wrong. There's a lot of things that went wrong here. Yeah, and people were like, there's illnesses. Yeah, a, a ton of them, and a lot of drugs, a lot of drug use, naked exposure to the elements, right. disease pools. Uh, needles flying everywhere, but as body we, parts. As we know from Zip to Zap. Also, on like a 30 degree slope, all of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of shit could have gone wrong, you know? <laughs> you just start like this avalanche of, of hippies. Yeah. Like one falls and they start collecting and they start like totally. bawling together. and, they, and they Gathering the up other hippies as they yeah. go. Oh, ah, until ooh, they hit ah, the town ah, with a giant ah. ball of hepatitis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, basically, like when you think about like zip to zap, like yeah. they, they destroyed that town, right? And then you think about other things, and it's like people, a lot of people died. So like the fact that they didn't destroy this town, nobody died. Like right. you really, like this was right. the best of the worst possible festivals you could have had. <laughs> <laughs> nobody dying is a very big bright side, which we see a lot, but can't be really under. Estimated, like what? How big well, that is? Think about the balloons. They killed two people. Oh, the balloons in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. No so, kidding. like, if you think about balloons killing two people, and then all these people, like, literally drinking drug co- cocktails that like should kill you upon the first sip, upon looking at it, yeah, I mean, like that would be like, <laughs> you just look at it and you're like, eh, ah. I'm dead. Yeah. No kidding. Like this is this is a oh, that is in such an insane. Like I can't. St- Oh, I can't even imagine going to something like that willingly. There's a part of me that if we ever invent time travel, yeah. I would love to go back in time to just watch. Okay. Because I really just want to see, like... But you know if you watch, you have to be there. No, I would just... It'd be my machine above. Oh, I see. Hidden. Oh, like, disguised as a Mr. Softy truck. No. Even then you're not safe. <laughs> then no one's going to come abduct me. I'll I ride you around the hills I like know. a weird fucking Maria. <laughs> <laughs> la, la, la. I love it also that she's like a folk singer, mm-hmm. and so like they, they were here for a rock festival, and the one person who shows up is a folk singer. Well, true. No, I think that that if it was anything like Woodstock, then like that had a lot of it was both eclectic, it was a combo, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh dear. Oh dear. But yes, a lot of people were there and could have been in a much much more perilous situation. It just really speaks to like the resilience of humans. Yeah. You know, and also our insane willingness to get into situations like this. Yeah. Like, the stubbornness of people. Like, I can, I could forgive some people for, like, not knowing that the thing had been canceled, right? Right. But, but you, you got there. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, oh. Well, once it, once it got oh, canceled. We'll just unpermittedly camp on this place where we have no right to and, and sell moths to each other. Yeah. And, like, get a job! Yeah. <laughs> I got a moth here. It's mine. <laughs> okay. Wow. That is uh, pretty amazing. So I love that you wrote down one of the bright sides is that people got a show because Melanie showed up. <laughs> <laughs> the intrepid folk singer on the yeah. ice cream truck. So, I mean, I have to, get, again, give Dee Dee a huge shout out because this yeah. was a really fun topic. It was a fun this topic. like, oh my God, this thank you, Dee Dee, for prime everything. real estate. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, we live here because it's like, uh, it's like, this is a great example of people causing a lot of problems for, their, for, so themselves. for themselves yeah. for no real reason, yeah. you know, loving it. Like, the people are like, we're going to make a new nation because yeah. fuck these people for telling us we can't be here. Yeah, you're still in Connecticut. And then they get hepatitis in a lake and it's yeah. like... Well, well, I hope you have some hospitals in your new nation because yeah. we're not going to let you use any here. Yeah. 
<laughs> but we will give you the middle school because you can keep the freak out place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys trash that. Also, you all need to learn to read. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks, Jason, for talking about this with me today. Thanks, Didi. Yeah. And thanks everybody who uh, was listening uh, this and week please, and as every week. Please, please, please keep sending us topics. It's really great when we get gems like these that we get to talk about for sure. And it's just. Wow, what a great time. And there's going to be at least two more that come from this because I've got the Fire Festival and oh, the good. Altamont and Free Altamont. Concert. Fantastic. The both of them, oh boy. <clears throat> Looking forward to it. Yeah. Like in the way that I do, it's horrible. Yeah, but I look forward to it's it. It's like that train wreck you I, can't stop looking at. Totally, that's us. Yeah. All right, thanks everybody. <laughs> bye. Bye. Bye, Ma. Bye, Pa. Bye, Grandpa. Bye, Grandma. Bye, Aunt. Bye, Uncle. Oh, God, he's got a tractor. <laughs> We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at BrightsideKandJ, and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look look on on the the bright bright side. side!